So I literally just spilled all of my coffee all over my desk. So we're already off to a great start of the day, but I hope your day is going better than mine. But welcome back to the podcast. My name is Megan. I am your host, and you are listening to the Unfiltered Podcast. It's another week, which means another episode, and I'm literally just counting down the hours until Friday. I don't know why, but this has felt like the longest week of my life, and I don't even know Like, it was probably because there's not really anything going on this week, and that's why it just feels like it lasted an eternity, but yes, I'm very excited for the weekend. (laughs) Today, I am very excited for what we are going to talk about today. It's something I'm super passionate about, as you probably already know. First, I just, I'm just curious. So lately, it's been extra hard for me to look at my Facebook memories Um, Usually I enjoy looking at them. Um, Sometimes there are things that should stay in the archives, but usually I enjoy looking at my memories and reminiscing, but lately it's been especially hard because seeing those memories just reminds me of when times were better and I was actually going out and doing things and having fun, so it's been extra hard, but today my Facebook memory was two years ago at the state fair. My friend and I have this tradition where we go every year to the state fair and the ironic part about this is that we honestly really don't like the state fair that much. I mean it's okay like I personally don't ride any of the rides or anything but it's just kind of fun to walk around and see the exhibits and everything but this year obviously the state fair is canceled so we didn't get to go, so our running three-year tradition is over. We don't have a picture with the fair sign or any memories from the state fair at all from this year, so that's really sad, and also another reason I love fairs is obviously because of the food. I've had a lot of conversations about this with people recently, but there should honestly be a fair food restaurant that just serves like fair food like all the fried um fried pickles fried oreos corn on the cob the big waffle fries all the fair food there needs to be a fair food restaurant and there probably already is one that I just don't know about but they should really put one in my area because I would go there every day because I love fair food. That's one of my favorite things about the fair is just going for the food, even though a lot of times it's overpriced and honestly, I mean, it it tastes good, but it's not anything too special, but there still should be a way to get fair food all year round, in my opinion. So someone needs to get on that, start a fair food fast food restaurant, like just drive through, get your elephant ears, and then you can kind of feel like you're at the fair, you know? So I really think that needs to happen. (laughs) Yeah, it's just been so hard seeing all the memories. So I was curious as to if anyone else feels that way or if it's just me. I mean, I'm, I'm personally a very sentimental person. So even on normal, even like on a normal day, I will still get like really sad and sentimental about days when I had fun or there was something exciting going on. Like I'll still get really sad and 
reminisce on it, but this year it's been especially hard, so I was just wondering if anyone else feels that way. So kind of a sad start to the episode, but I just want to remind everyone that a new episode of this podcast goes up every Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern time, so make sure you tune in. Also, I always forget to say this on here, but I do have a YouTube channel as well. It's called Beauty in This Brokenness, so go subscribe to that if you haven't already. Okay, I have some exciting life updates. So I posted this on my Instagram story, which if you're not following me on Instagram at beauty in this brokenness, you should go do that. But um, I started a new Chloe Ting challenge. So I've done a few of her programs before and I really like them. I feel like I've seen um, a lot of results and her workouts are just very good, very high quality um literally makes you sweat like no other this challenge that i'm doing is called the get fit challenge um i will leave the link to it down below so you can go check it out it's totally free you can use dumbbells a lot of the exercises have dumbbells but she also includes exercises for people who don't have any equipment or just want a lower impact version which is another thing I really like about her workouts is sometimes when I'm like three-fourths of the way through the workout and I start getting burned out I will switch to the low impact exercises which you're still getting some movement in but it just doesn't hurt as much as the full impact exercises so I love that today I did day two and let me tell you it was a glutes exercise and then abs and the glute one was repeated twice so I did the same I think it was like 20 exercises twice and then I did 10 minutes of abs and I am already predicting that my legs are going to be so sore later but I really like this challenge so far. It's 21 days long. Highly recommend. Everything's free. You can do it in your own homes because obviously um, a lot of people probably aren't wanting to go to the gym yet. Also, a little update on the gym. So I have my account frozen currently because Planet Fitness reopened about two months ago, I think, but I'm still not completely comfortable with going in and touching all the equipment and everything. So I called and they were able to put a freeze on my account for three months so I don't have to make any payments on it and it'll still be there for when I'm ready to come back. So that's very nice. I am so glad they were able to do that because I do eventually want to go back. I miss being at the gym, but these Chloe Teen challenges have been getting me through quarantine, so I'm very happy with doing those, but I am looking forward to going back to the gym eventually. So I'm still going strong on my diet, and actually today I wanted to share a few things that I have really liked from the diet. So a few people have asked me what I am eating since I always talk about everything that I can't have and I kind of just wanted to share a few of my favorite foods that I found because of this diet and there is actually like I'm finding more and more things every day that I can eat. So first I have Benito's 
which are probably one of my favorite things that I've had. So they're basically like a tortilla chip, but they're made out of all black beans. And I don't know if they have like other flavors of them, but I get the ones with sea salt and they are so good. I could sit there and eat an entire bag in one setting. They have them at Kroger and Walmart, I believe. So they're pretty easy to find, but they're perfect for like a Mexican style dinner or even just like to snack on by themselves. I love them so much. And then my next thing that I've been eating during this diet is a rice cake with either almond butter or cashew butter because I can't have peanut butter yet. So I've been eating a lot of nut butters, which are another one of my favorite things, but I've tried almond butter, cashew butter, and sunflower butter, and almond and cashew are probably my favorites. I didn't really care for the sunflower one that much. I put either almond butter and strawberries or cashew butter and dark chocolate. So those are like my two combinations. I'll kind of alternate between those, but I've never been a big rice cake person. Like they're okay, but they've never been my favorite. But this snack is so good. Even if you're not doing any kind of diet, I would still eat it. I think I posted it a couple times on my Instagram story and it is so good. Like the combination between the cashew butter and the dark chocolate is kind of like a sweeter version and then the almond butter and the strawberries just taste so fresh, so delicious. 10 out of 10 recommend. And then the last thing that I wanted to talk about is actually something that I just discovered this week and that is the frozen burritos. So I don't, I've always seen them at the store. So like if you go down the freezer aisle, there's like a bunch of prepackaged, like the, I think it's the same aisle where the lean cuisine things are, like that area. There's always a bunch of like single wrapped burritos that you put in the microwave. And I had never had them before, but I tried one this week and it was like dairy-free, gluten-free, everything that I can eat and it was so good. I was very shocked. It had like rice and beans, I think, in a corn tortilla. So I really liked that. I actually went to the store and I got a bunch more because the nice thing about these is that they're frozen. So then you can just keep them in the freezer and they don't like go bad or anything. So I really like that, especially for lunch. It's super nice to heat those up. And then a lot of times I will put, I will eat bonitos with with it so I had like a Mexican style lunch and it's very good that's probably my new favorite um, thing that I can eat but yeah those are just a few of the things that I found that I really like and that I can eat during this diet so this week I'm trying soy and next week I'll be doing eggs so each week it's like something different but for now these are a lot of the foods that I have been loving while on this diet but these are things that even like a normal person would be able to eat all right so you guys probably already know this by now but productivity is something that I'm very passionate about I love staying productive it helps me feel good 
it's very healthy for you to stay productive and motivated and sometimes that's very hard to do. So today I wanted to share some tips that I have, um, just things that I've learned over the years and especially now during this time when everyone's kind of at home, I feel like it's harder to stay productive and I have an episode dedicated specifically to working at home or doing online school which is very helpful um, if you're starting school this year at home or are still working from home then I recommend listening to that episode but these are just some general productivity tips that I put together and I wanted to share them with you because these are some things that have really helped me stay productive and stay motivated So the first few things are probably going to seem very obvious, but I wanted to mention them because I have people that I know that don't do these things, and I really think that if they just incorporated them and started changing their habits, that it's honestly game-changing. But the first one is to wake up early, and this is going to look different for everyone because For some people, early may be 5 or 6 o'clock, and for some, early is 9 or 10 o'clock. I think, especially if you're staying at home, I think getting up between 7 and 8 is like a reasonable time. That's typically what time I've been getting up when I don't have that much going on during the day. Sometimes I will get up a little bit earlier if I have a really busy day, but getting up early and just having a healthy start to your day is something that I believe in very strongly. And I've talked about this several times before, but just having a solid morning routine and night routine can really change the way your day goes. Like if you get up early and you have your morning routine. Mine is usually I get up and I give myself about a half hour to kind of wake up. I make my oatmeal and I read for like 30 minutes. And that honestly sets the tone for the rest of the day. It's how I know it's going to be a good day is if I establish it right when I wake up. I have my routine I do the same thing every day, same time, and it really does help set the tone for the rest of the day, and it helps keep me productive. Um, I like to have my coffee in the mornings as well, so that gives me a little bit of extra energy, and then working out in the morning too is something that has helped me as well. So the next tip is to plan and make to-do lists. I have been doing this for years. And when I say one to-do list can literally change your entire life, I mean it. To-do lists and just having a plan is so important. I typically like to make my to-do list the night before. So then I'm not like stressing in the morning and trying to make a to-do list while trying to get all those things done. So I like to plan the night before and just plan out how I want my day to look. And it's very important to have a balanced schedule. So don't put all of your tasks in one day. Spread them out so that you make sure everything's done on time, but you're not stressing or running around at the last minute because you're trying to do too many things in one day. 
This is why I like to have a weekly planner so then I can kind of see my plan for the whole week and what I want to get done each day to be able to stay caught up on things. And I think that's really helpful. And just writing down like your appointments, what day you want to go to the grocery store, what day you want to run your errands, and having a plan definitely helps you feel less stressed throughout the day if you know like what's going on and what all you have to do that day and some people like to time block this is something that I've never really done but if you are the type of person who struggles with time management then I definitely recommend um, time blocking google calendar is great for that sometimes I do that when I have a super busy day and it just gives me some reassurance to know like okay, from this time to this time, I'm going to get all my homework done. And then from this time to this time, I'm going to edit my video. So sometimes it does help to have everything like laid out for every hour of the day. But I honestly don't see the need to do that um, because I'm usually pretty good about staying on schedule and not wasting my time. But uh, for some people that may be helpful. And the next thing that I have on my list is actually an app or a Chrome extension on your computer. So it's an app called Forest. And basically what it does is it allows you to block certain websites on your computer that you don't want to be able to have access to until you've completed your task. So it has a timer. So say for 30 minutes, you're going to work on one task. And so for that 30 minutes, it'll block out whatever websites that you put on there until the timer goes off. Or you can do it the other way around where you put in what websites you do want to have access to and then it'll block out everything else um, just for the 30 minutes or 45 minutes or however long you want to set the timer for. And it helps keep you focused. So if you're a person that gets easily distracted, which I do all the time, I will get distracted when I'm supposed to be working on something and I'll go to check Instagram or Facebook or something and then the next thing you know it's 20 minutes later and you still haven't started your project. So I really, really like this, especially for students. If you're studying for a test or something, I think it's really great for that. But even just for working from home or school or whatever, Um, whatever you do, I really think it's helpful. It is a Chrome extension, so you do have to have Google Chrome, and I think you might have to pay for it on the App Store. Let me just check really quick. Okay, so it is $1.99 on the App Store, but I really think that it is worth it, and it really helps you stay focused. The next tip is something that probably seems very obvious, but some people don't do this and I am one of those people Um, and that is to stay hydrated while you're working or doing school or whatever you're doing. Water is so important like everyone knows it's important to drink water right? Well especially when you're working on something a lot of times I will get so focused on something that I'll forget to drink water and I think drinking water while you work really helps you stay awake and focused 
and obviously there are many health benefits to drinking water, but usually I like to fill up my water bottle, and I have a giant water bottle. It's 32 ounces, so I would really recommend getting a water bottle that you only have to fill up a couple of times, so that way you don't have to make a bunch of trips back and forth to the kitchen to get more water, but a lot of times I will just have it sitting next to me on my desk, like I have it sitting next to me right now while I'm recording this so I can have a drink, but this is something that is so important to me when I'm working and I really think it'll help you um, just stay refreshed and drinking water helps with the afternoon slump. So if you get tired around 2 to 3 p.m. every day like I do, then drinking water definitely helps wake you up a little bit and just staying hydrated will help keep you focused and awake and healthy. So going back to what I said about time blocking, sometimes it's helpful to set timers for however long you want to work on something and then take a break. So if you want to work for, say, an hour, then after that hour, then you take a 30-minute break. And this is what I did a lot for school. Um, I would set a timer for however long I wanted to work, and then I would take a break. But just make sure that your breaks aren't too long. Like, don't work for 20 minutes and then take an hour-long break. Like, have a balanced time schedule, whatever you want to call it. But I think this is really helpful um, so that way you don't overwork yourself. Like, I think it is good to take breaks every once in a while. And especially if you're staring at a computer or a screen, then sometimes it's helpful just to stand up and walk around or go for a walk or whatever it is. But just make sure you have a balanced work slash break schedule. The next tip is to post productivity on social media. So I really like to do this. I'll post a picture of like my desk setup for the day or when I'm editing a video and just sharing your progress I think is super helpful. And a lot of times when I see other people post pictures of what they're doing, then it'll make me want to be productive as well. And obviously, aesthetic pictures are always fun to look at. So I'll make like a cute little um, setup on my desk and share that on my Instagram story. So if you want to see any of that, then go follow me on Instagram. But I think this tip is super fun and it lets you get on Instagram or Facebook or um, whatever you're doing and just share share your progress with other people and I think it's so motivating for everyone to see that and it helps it may help other people want to be productive so the next thing kind of goes along with the wake up early but that is to wake up in a good mindset and obviously I said getting up early helps set the tone for the day well when you first wake up this is essential to having a good productive day is to wake up in the right mindset and tell yourself today is going to be a good day. I'm going to be productive. I'm going to get everything on my to-do list done and having that mindset will help keep you focused 
on your tasks because you already set the tone. You already said today is going to be a good day. And I truly believe that you have the power to make it a good day or a bad day. So if you wake up in the mindset of today's going to be terrible, I'm not going to get anything done, I have to do this, I have to do that, then you're already stressed out and you haven't even done anything. So right when you wake up, just have the mindset that it's going to be a good day and even make yourself a little bored of self-affirmations and look over those every day just to get yourself in the right mindset. The next tip is to not have your phone nearby when you're working. And I understand for some people it's part of their job to have their phone, and that's totally fine. But a lot of times if I have my phone right next to me when I'm working, then I'll be more tempted to get on it and check social media. So a lot of times I will put it across the room and have it either on vibrate or sometimes I'll just turn it all the way off so that way I'm not distracted by my phone or tempted to get on it when I'm working. And a lot of times I'll reward myself like when I'm on a break then I'll go check my phone but during my work time that's when I stay focused and um, just checking my phone is only wasting time. So keep your phone, um, just put it across the room so that way you can't reach for it or maybe you even want to put it in a different room. I don't know. Whatever it takes to eliminate your distractions. Okay, so the next tip is to have your own workspace or have a designated workspace. I think this is super important to establish a place for you to go and work that's going to make you want to be productive and I think this is super important especially now at home when you're just sitting in your house it's essential to have a place for you to work like even if it's the dining room table or maybe you have a chair in your living room that you always sit in but just have a designated workspace and keep all your Um, materials, your school books or your laptop or whatever you use, keep all that in one area and then you know that's your place to go and that's where you're going to be the most productive and stay focused. So just having a designated workspace I think will make you want to be productive. And then the next thing is very contradictory to what I just said and that is to move around frequently. So you're probably very confused. You're like, Megan, you just said to have a designated workspace that you go anytime you're doing work. Well, it's also not good to sit in the same place all the time. I think it is important to have a designated workspace, but I also think it's important to get a change of scenery, or at least it is for me. Like I cannot stand sitting at my desk for more than a few hours at a time. So a lot of times I'll move from my desk to my beanbag chair Um, whatever it is, just make sure you stay out of your bed. I think that is the worst thing you can do for your productivity. Um, a lot of times if you go sit in your bed, you'll start to get sleepy because that's what you're supposed to do in your bed. You're supposed to be asleep and that's not, that's not where you're going to be the most productive. So move around throughout the day. Um, it doesn't have to be like even just a different chair or, Um, If it's nice, I like to go work outside. And I think having a 
change of scenery is good so that way it feels fresh and your mind is like recharged and you can stay productive throughout the day. Another thing is to have natural light when you're working. So working near a window or with a room that has a lot of windows in it is so refreshing. Like anytime it's a sunny day and I have my window open and the sunlight's coming through, it makes me want to be more productive for some reason. I don't know why, but a lot of times on rainy days I'll get like tired and less motivated than on days when it's nice outside, but obviously it's not going to be sunny every single day. But when you can, have some natural light. Keep your curtains open or open your windows if you can. I think it's so refreshing to have natural light and um, turn off the lights if that's helpful too. Like sometimes even just having a harsh yellow light on you can make you feel tired and unmotivated. So make sure you let any natural light in when you can. Another thing I like to do to stay productive is to listen to music or podcasts when I'm busy. And this honestly just depends on what you're doing. Obviously, if you're like trying to read or write emails or something, it may be a little distracting. But if you're doing a job where you can have um, background noise, then sometimes it's very helpful to have some music going or listen to a podcast like this podcast. Maybe you listen to this while you're working and maybe it'll inspire you to be more productive. I don't know. But I have a study playlist that I use and it's all like instrumental piano music so it's nothing too energetic or distracting. But a lot of times I like to have like just a little bit of background noise when I'm working because working in complete silence is kind of, I don't know, makes me feel tired and unmotivated. So sometimes it is good to have a little bit of background noise and it'll help keep you awake. The next thing is to watch productive YouTube videos. And obviously don't do this when you're trying to be productive. Um, That's just not going to work out well. But um, I really recommend either before or after your work day or school day to watch some productivity videos on YouTube. Um, This is something that I learned recently is watching other people have productive days makes me want to have a productive day. So literally you can just go into YouTube and search productive vlogs or productive day in the lives and Lauren Doan is probably my favorite productivity YouTuber. Her videos are like 20 to 30 minutes long and she vlogs like her whole day of everything she does and it really inspires me to go and be productive. Also with that is to find a study partner or a work partner to sit in the room with you. So if you're the kind of person that is more productive when you're around other people, I would highly recommend finding someone maybe you have a study partner for school or if your husband or wife is also working from home, sit in the same room as them. And this is something that has really helped me. Just having someone else in the room helps keep me on track and helps keep me focused. 
And if you don't have anyone to work with or study with, then you can go on YouTube and search study with me's. And a lot of those are in real time. So it feels like there's someone in their room with you, but it's not like noisy or distracting. It literally just helps you stay on track and keeps you productive. The next tip, which I kind of talked about at the beginning, is to exercise. And if you can, exercise in the morning. I really notice a difference on days when I exercise. I have a way more productive day than on days when I don't. And I just personally like working out in the mornings because usually after a full day of work or school then I'm tired and I don't want to do anything but working out is really helpful um obviously there are so many benefits to working out but I really think it helps wake you up in the morning and just getting something done will give you some energy for the rest of the day So I've talked about my blue light glasses before multiple times, but I just want to bring them up again because I truly believe that they do make a difference. If you're staring at the computer all day, you need to invest in blue light glasses. I got mine for like $20. I am blanking on the name of the website, but you can find them anywhere. I think they have them on Amazon. And they really do make a difference when you're staring at a computer all day. They just help filter out all the harmful light and they don't give you headaches or anything because I get headaches all the time when I'm staring at a computer and if I wear my blue light glasses, then I notice I don't get headaches and it really helps with the afternoon slump. Um, I don't get so tired or I don't get headaches. So I really believe it's worth it to invest in a pair of blue light glasses. So the next thing is to have a cutoff time. And I think I talked about this in my last productivity podcast, but um, I just want to say it again. After five o'clock, your workday is over or your school day. Um, And obviously that time will be different for everyone. But if you work longer than you're supposed to or longer than eight hours, I think eight hours is a good length for a workday. Obviously, if you have a full-time job, you're probably going to work more. But I really think um, having a cutoff time and just having the evening to unwind and relax is super important because it's not good to overwork yourself and then you will have time to rest and you'll be re-energized for the next day. Okay, so the very last tip I have for you is to create a clean workspace environment. So whatever workspace you have, if you're working in an office or you're at home, make sure your work area is clean. I cannot tell you how unmotivated I feel to work in a messy room. Like I keep my room clean 24-7. It bothers me when it gets dirty. So I always make it a habit to clean either before or after my work day. So that way I always have a clean workspace and I don't have to come to a messy desk and everything's always clean and put away, but I really think this will make a difference in your work life and it'll make you want to be productive there. 
So that is all the tips I have for you. I really hope this helped you um, want to be more productive. And if you incorporate these tips into your life, I truly believe they are game changing. And this is something that I'm super passionate about. So let me know if you want more episodes like this. I'd be happy to do like more productivity themed episodes. But yeah, if you liked this episode, make sure you give us a rating and review and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening, make sure you um, subscribe and tune in each week every Monday at 7 a.m. is when a new episode goes up. Share this podcast with your family or your friends or whoever whoever needs to hear this and whoever needs to be more productive. Make sure you um, share this message with them and I hope everyone has an amazing week and I will talk to you in the next episode. <laughs>